Welcome to the Fearless Launching Show. I'm your host, Anne Samoylov, and today, you know, I was actually going to post something else. Well, yesterday, rather, which Tuesday is the normal day, but as many of you know, I'm in the process of selling my house, so that's a lot of fun, and if you're listening in the month of May 2016, that's what's happening behind the scenes. Uh, I've been I've been actually thinking a lot lately about this whole concept of seeing people's behind the scenes, and You know, since so much is changing and going on right now, I thought to myself, gosh, you know, I'm going to hold off on Miss Nikki Elledge-Brown until next week, and I just have to get this out. I have to share with people what's going on. I know there's a danger that people have always shared with me anyways that I've been aware of to not share what you're going through as you're going through it. Like, there's no... It's not that there's no value in it, but it's better. And I do agree that it's better to share what you've learned after the fact. But in this case, I thought, you know what? I feel like this is valuable. I feel like you guys are going to... You guys are going to benefit from this, especially if you're changing any systems in your business, if you are changing your business model completely, maybe you're starting a business, maybe you're saying, you know what, I'm done with this whole having my own business thing. Regardless, I think that knowing that other people are going through it is important and is valuable. Uh, I think everybody's story is valuable and, and the behind the scenes as it's going on, those are the things that I like to listen to over and over again. Those are the things that I go back to as I, you know, discover someone. I, I mean, I'm thinking out loud of, and I'll, I'll post these in the show notes as well, because some of my favorite behind the scenes are things that you might not consider behind the scenes. Like I, I remember Marie Forleo when I kind of just wanted to understand her process. This is before I had a product, before I was, I was, I was teaching people about launching before I was really too far even and too long in the process of working with Laura Roeder. So what I would do is I would just keep going back and back and back in her blog to kind of see where things may be switched over to what what the iteration that we see now is. And I, I love that. I, I used to call it dumpster diving, but I don't think that's really a good way to put it because I don't think you're necessarily going through people's trash. You're just going back in time to kind of figure out how, how they got to where they are now. What choices did they make? And Uh, She's one person. Denise Duffield Thomas does a great job of doing the doing the retrospective of the past year or what she learned in her first year of business. Uh, Another person who had had an amazing download at the end of one year was his annual report. I don't remember what it was called, but I will I will find it and link it for you if if it's still available somewhere. And that's Jonathan Fields. I mean, he created this amazing PDF really going through a lot of the personal um, changes as well as the stuff going on in his business. I really appreciated that. And of course, you know, there's a lot of behind the scenes, a lot of reporting going on from Pat Flynn over at smartpassiveincome.com and John Lee Dumas and Kate Erickson who run entrepreneuronfire.com, eofire.com. I love that kind of stuff and I think people do like it. So Today really isn't about the money. It's about the stuff that you run your business with. And right now, it just so happens that I am changing over some pretty big systems. And when I say changing, I'm changing them in a way that allows me to back off if I decide that the change isn't really worth it. So I'm still in that middle ground phase. Specifically, I'm in the process of changing from Infusionsoft, which I've been with Infusionsoft since... 
I want to say 2012 or 2013, uh, when I was working with Laura Roeder. And uh, at the time, my decision was based on the fact that I was working in Infusionsoft with Laura's team. I was I was learning a lot there. And I didn't want to keep moving, changing my brain to AWeber, not being able at the time to tag people or do the uh, trackable, like so you could really segment your list and segment and figure out what people were 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 clicking on and tagging them for those behaviors. So changing to Infusionsoft made so much sense to me. Uh, and over the years, it's it's been fine. And I, I won't say that I'm I am really considering this change because I I feel like there's a flaw in it. I just feel like now that I'm looking at this switchover, and this is something that I've been dreading for, oh my gosh, so long, is that the complexity, the pain of moving was more than the pain of staying. And, and but I've often asked myself, and I've spoken to some people who are kind of more personal advisors in my world and or have been personal advisors in the past, like Peter Chi from ThinkSpace. And if you want to check him out, he has a great um, he, he actually runs a co-working space here in, in the area where I live. And, but he's also such a champion for entrepreneurs. So he's a great one, but he really questioned me. And he said that even he, you know, he runs, you know, a million plus business, uh, on his own. And he has like, you know, he has a real team. It's a real, real company with a real location and all that good stuff. And he just kept, you know, saying, was it worth it if he wasn't using all of the features? And I kind of thought I was using all the features I needed to. But to be honest, there's a whole part of Infusionsoft that's about following up with sales leads and the reporting. I mean, I'm sending emails and I'm and I'm letting them pay. So I have the email marketing management, basically, of all those emails. I have a place where I have my all of my orders go through some people go through PayPal. So really, it's just my order forms. And it connects to my payment gateway, authorized.net, and goes through my merchant account, which is at powerpay.biz. And all those have, all those two companies have a relationship with Infusionsoft. So it was an easy setup. So the setup for me was super easy, but I didn't move over. I moved there, I think, when I had like a couple thousand on my list. And it's definitely grown since then. But I haven't used it to its full potential. And recently I discovered that I've been using something wrong because I, I, I'm, I don't have a dedicated Infusionsoft person on my team. So I was missing out on updates that, and updates and still using legacy or in quotes, old things that were no longer really being supported in the same way I thought they were. So I was kind of not using it correctly and it's now this process, this whole complex process to just get everything out of Infusionsoft. I'm paranoid that I'm going to leave something. But then at the same time, I'm like, well, am I really going to leave something? I, I don't think I will. You know, I don't think that there's most of the stuff in there I don't even look at, honestly. So I'm not saying that I will never go back to Infusionsoft, but I think based on what I know about my business, that things are a lot more simple. Um, so for the next couple months, I'll be testing out a convert, convert kit, getting my list slowly over there. Right now I'm bringing over customers and next, thanks to my friends over at Think Creative Collective, uh, we were just chatting about this whole switch over and 
they gave me some other suggestions of things that I'm going to do. Like, you know, you you might sign up on my site at ansamoylove.com for a download and you might get the download, but you might not hear from me until I'm fully moved over again. So there, you know, it's just that kind of in-between phase and you know, ideally, I would just get someone in here to help me do the, the migration and actually kind of keep up, you know, start the system right. But I always really, truly believe that you got to know how to use stuff yourself. You know, I feel like as much as I'm the CEO of my business and I don't want to be doing certain things forever, I do think it's important for me to know how to use this stuff. I don't want to just hand it off without having a really clear understanding of what it can and can't do the system. So ConvertKit is what I'm working on. Um, I will put a link in the comments below and the show notes. I'm not currently an affiliate, but if things work out really well and I start to really love it, I absolutely will be a ConvertKit. Once I am an affiliate or partner for them, I will let you guys know. But still, check out ConvertKit. I really feel like it's definitely a contender. There's something about that scrappy startup that I really love. And just that I know, <laughs> I don't know know the owner, the founder, but I know him. I've met him. And my dear, my dear friend, Laura Roeder, knows him pretty well. So I feel like I kind of know him. And anyway, so I've been talking to my friends who've switched over, what they like, what they don't like. I've heard some different things about deliverability, like as far as when the emails go out. Not that it won't, you know, I've, I've read definitely like some, some, posts on Pat Flynn's site. I've listened to him talk about it. I've, I've read uh, what Nathan Barry has said about it on the site. I've, I've read a bunch of different things. But so I'm keeping all that in mind as I move over. In addition to ConvertKit, I, one thing you guys might not know is that I've definitely been ready to up-level the brand for a while now, but I want to do it in a thoughtful, intentional way. And so I feel like I'm co- going from within, and you guys will see probably ansamoylove.com change last, which is interesting. Maybe I should change that first, but I'm thinking of I want the experience of people who are you know, have invested to work with me to feel it first, you know, and I want it to come from within. So that's why I'm checking out Teachable, Teachery, Thinkific, these online course, basically where you can create your online course. It's an, it's a supported platform for your courses. They actually, they actually process payment even through those through those options and through Stripe. So I am looking at those. I'm also looking at Gumroad for my just one-off digital download products, which is great. Uh, so that that's the kind of stuff that's in progress right now. Also, I'm doing the outline as we speak. My girl Amy Porterfield. I watched her webinar, and you know, you think, oh, Anne's. Anne's created online courses. Why is she watching this webinar that Amy's doing, which is essentially for someone maybe who hasn't created a course. But I, I really believe that having a beginner's mind and, and not thinking, you know, everything is the way to go. So after watching that, I actually realized more than ever how much I I need to put the update of Fearless Launching, Fearless Launching 2.0 on the burner and really up-level all the courses so that there is a clear path for people who are either beginners. And that means the launch walkthrough is actually changing. It's going to be becoming a different 
named product and some other some other mini courses to get people who are just starting out and and want to know what it's going to take to get ready to launch are going to be able to access as well as working with me personally. So what I'm hoping to do is create a system so that the people who work with me have stuff to do before that we actually talk. So it's not going to be a course, but it'll definitely be work that's in the form of this digital environment, this online environment. So, so why am I doing all this stuff? And, and I hope that just giving you this, a little bit of this insight has been valuable in some way. I mean, I know I've only been talking, I'm now looking at like for 12 minutes or so, but The reason why this has really come to the forefront of my mind is a few things. A few people have said things over the past few months that have just stuck with me. Uh, Gary Vee is one of them. If you're not watching The Daily Vee and just watching how he is doing his thing and preaching, preaching the word of what it takes to run a successful business and being an entrepreneur, um, you're really missing out. So definitely go over to YouTube, check that Daily Vee out. It's so inspiring. It really inspired fires a visual part of me. And so at the Traffic and Conversion Summit that I went to in February, which is hosted and put on by Digital Marketer, uh, he was there, he spoke, and he said one thing there, and then one thing later, I think in some of one of the Daily Vs, but one thing there that really struck me, and that is that people get so romantic about their business and about what they want their business to be, what they've always said. So they get stuck in this idea of who they're, what their business is and are unwilling to kind of make changes even when it's not working for years, right? Or months or for however long you say that is a long time. Um, so that's stuck in my head. And then later on his daily V, he may have said it when he was speaking, but he said, that he's like, he wants to break his business. He wants to dig in, do things that are going to potentially break the business because that's the only way you discover what your business is made of. You you should be trying, like when you're launched, that's why I'm such a proponent for people to launch their products and services even before they're ready, because you're going to find out right away what's working and what's not. The launch uh, brings to light what is uh, not really working and should be cleaned up ASAP in your business. You will, it's like a microcosm of your business. You will see it all. It's like your flaws under a fluorescent light, my friends. So right now I feel like I'm in that. I'm going to, you know, I need to try these new things. I need to get out of Infusionsoft. Stop feeling like I'm going to break my business. Um, and maybe be excited about breaking my business. (laughs) So we'll see. I mean, come on. All I'm talking about is changing a payment processor and how I send you emails. So I think that's okay. Right now, the second person that I want to talk about, it might actually surprise you guys, but I, I'm almost shy to even mention this, but it's so funny because I don't generally follow Donald Trump too much. I mean, I think I liked his, um, I, I liked his reality show, you know, you're fired, all that good stuff. But since he's been in the, been in this, the political race and all this stuff, I just have really tuned it out. I won't lie. And so this is not a political conversation, But this weekend, I was just flipping around TV. I saw that the Donald was in the area. He's actually, he was actually 30 minutes north of me. I kind of wish I had known. I would have totally gone. I would have been a hoot. But anyways, I was listening and he was talking about someone who currently works in the government 
as, oh, well, we've been over there fighting for years. I've been fighting there for years. Like, so this concept of doing it for years and years and years. And he was like, well, how's that working for you? If you've been over there for years, isn't that a problem that you shouldn't be fighting for years on something? So what have I been doing for years that clearly isn't adding up to what I, adding to what I want my business to be? And maybe it's time to change. And I, I really felt in that moment what, what he said. And if I can find the clip, I will, po- I will put a link to it. But I thought it was really interesting because it's such an entrepreneurial way of thinking. If it, Stop doing what doesn't work. If you've been doing something for years and you just want to, you think you can keep pushing and pushing and pushing, it's going to work. Well, not the way you're doing it. It's not. Like you're going to have to change something. So that really has stuck in my head as well. And I'm not saying Infusionsoft hasn't worked, but I don't think it's necessarily added some extra element to my business up until now. I mean, I can say that about lead pages. I can say that that lead pages has added something of that, of huge value to my business. I can't I can say that I felt like good about myself because I was using Infusionsoft and that means I'm pro, but I, I honestly don't feel like, I feel like if anything, there's a huge section of my list that hasn't been getting emails. That, that is one thing I found out. And I thought, well, I can try this. Maybe switching providers is going to help. And on all of a sudden these people who signed up, God knows how long ago, I'm going to receive an email from me and be like, who is this? I mean, that sucks, but, <laughs> but I'm willing to try it out. So, um, so that's one of the questions. Like, what have I been doing for years that clearly isn't adding anything to my business? Number two, is my business going to be any more complex than it is today? Do I really need all the features? Am I going to have a sales team calling out, you know, and I don't think so <laughs> calling for me, you know, marking people as leads, you know, doing, I just feel like that I'm not even, and I don't even have a coaching business, so I'm not going to be following up like that. It's not ever going to be like that, no matter how big, and I won't keep a coaching business if it's going to be that big. You know what I mean? So that's the question. And then the other question that I've been asking as I've been, you know, playing with ConvertKit, you know, slowly getting people in there can I still segment my people in the community? Can I still serve you better? Can I onboard new team members more easily with a system, let's say, like Teachery, Teachable, or ConvertKit? Is it going to be easier for me to get people to help me? Uh, The answer already is yes. Is it going to be easier to, can I accept money? And can I also up-level the brand with a few key changes? So the branding change, you know, the great thing about all of these uh, these three that I'm specifically looking at is that that's my new support team. I'm not going to be looking up wish list member figuring trying to figure out what happened and why people can't log in. They're going to reach out to those platforms. That's what I'm going to be paying for. So in a sense, you know, Teachable, my $99 a month account, I'm paying for someone to make sure that everybody can always access that content right? That's pretty cool. So that's my $99 a month VA for my members area, which is great to me. So those are some of the things that I'm thinking about right now. And finally, 
I just wanted to say some of the things I'm doing as I'm going along. And I will definitely be sharing these with you guys over the next coming weeks and probably packaging it up and sharing it with you later, um, maybe in a webinar or something like that, um, where A, I'm creating the standard operating procedure as I go along, the SOP, which is your your system. So instead of going back in time and trying to figure out how things happen, I'm setting it up now so that in the future, if I want to migrate to another system, I can easily. I'll know what I need to do. So I'm, I'm also figuring out which tags I'm going to continue to use, which ones aren't, unne- aren't necessary any longer. And I'm figuring out what I actually need for information to run my business and do business better. So I'm going to share all this stuff with you. I'll share with you my checklist for going through this. I will definitely be sharing more of this behind the scenes as I get into it. And if you're on my mailing list, then you're going to be seeing some of these changes. If you're not, I'd love it if you would head to ansomorelove.com and just sign up for the mailing list as it is now. And you're going to see the change. I, I just want you to be there for the change. You know what I mean? Because being there for the change is amazing. So again, you can head over to ansomoylove.com or actually head to ansomoylove.com forward slash shop and pick up some of the free guides that I have there. There's a launch workbook slash planner, which will help you figure out your next moves or your first moves if you're planning a launch of a product or a new service. And I mean, it covers the very foundational things that everybody who's going to launch anything ever online or offline needs to kind of figure out before they say that they're actually launching. So head over there. You can actually reach that at bit.ly forward slash launch dash planner, all lowercase, and find all that for, for yourself. And in the meantime, I'd love to hear from you. If you've switched to ConvertKit, if you use Teachable or Teachery or Thinkific or anything like that or Stripe or Gumroad, let me know because these are all big players in my new setup. And I'm I'm excited to, to be using them, these new tools. They're super interesting to me. I feel like I'm being, I'm I'm being let out of my cage, my Infusionsoft cage. But I love Infusionsoft. I I do love them and I'm I'm happy I know how to use it. I'm happy that when I work with clients who do have Infusionsoft that I can absolutely um have a good experience and know how to have no learning curve really. And I do have clients who often use that. So anyways, I will keep you guys posted. And if you're not already subscribed to the Fearless Launching Show on iTunes, or you can just click through the link that's at the bottom of the show notes and you should be redirected over there. So make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you leave me a little feedback. I love to hear from you. And if you have anything to share about ConvertKit, just head over to ansomelove.com forward slash show. And there should even be a little link so that you can leave me a voice memo because I'm going to be featuring you guys very soon. And I would love, love, love to get some real voices, other voices on the show, okay? Have a great rest of your week. Stay tuned next week. We've got Nikki Elledge Brown in the house talking about, well, you're gonna find out what we're gonna talk about. (laughs) Have a great weekend and I will talk to you soon.